Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. of Scary, a paranormal podcast. As I'm sure you would have noticed, the show has been away for quite a bit, but I'm happy to announce that the show will now be moving to a weekly format. Every Tuesday, a brand new episode will be released, and not only that, but an exclusive Patreon-only episode will be released every Wednesday, the link of which can be found in the episode show notes, or simply go to patreon.com forward slash scary a paranormal podcast now let's get into today's encounter our encounter happened a number of years ago at that time my mother-in-law had recently been diagnosed with motor neuron disease We were living quite a bit away from her when we found out about her diagnosis. And understandably, my wife immediately wanted to be near her mom. We didn't really take much time to think about it. Luckily, we were in the position to be able to move nearby to support her as much as possible. It was a really difficult time. Motor neurons disease usually progresses quite rapidly. It's devastating. Because of this we knew that moving near to her would be temporary. We found a place near Murraysville in Pennsylvania. It wasn't perfect, but it fitted what we needed for the time. The house we ended up renting was a two-story Victorian home. It had a charming exterior, but the interior was 
quite different, it didn't quite match up. We have one daughter, Maisie, and luckily she adapted quite well to the whole situation. Maisie loved to draw, so she drew her way through the whole ordeal. Maisie had a habit of uh, drawing the face of people she met, relatives, a new teacher at school. So when we moved in, she was busy drawing all these new faces, new neighbours. Her grandmother was now featuring heavily in these pictures. And this was all normal. For us, anyway. Besides drawing pictures of people she would meet on a daily basis or new people that would come into her life, she'd draw the normal kids' things, dogs, kids at playgrounds, beach scenes. Not long after we moved in, I noticed that she was drawing a picture of a nurse. Most days, Maisie would show off her artwork just before bed and she'd describe each scene and what was going on. You'd pass her by and you'd kind of glance down and see, oh, she's drawing a picture of a beach or, oh, that looks like it's the woman that was here earlier or, hey, that's the neighbor's dog. And then these pictures of a nurse started to appear. Maisie would show off her artwork every day, usually before bed, and she'd describe each scene. But when it came to the drawing of this nurse, she would fall silent, pass it off as if it wasn't part of her drawing collection. The first time she did this, we put no pass on it. Maisie shows us pictures all the time. On the second occasion, I saw her draw this nurse and she passed it off again. I queried her about it and she would just shrug her shoulders and reply with uncertainty saying, I don't know. And then direct your attention onto a dog on the beach or the family that was on the beach that she drew what they had done. And there was this whole world that she had created from a one picture. We both talked about it and assumed it was some sort of coping mechanism for Maisie and her grandmother's frequent hospital visits. Maybe the drawings were an indirect way for her to process her emotions. Or As time went on, the nurse would pop into these drawings every now and then. Around five months after her move, one evening I was watching TV and Maisie was sitting on the floor absorbed in her artwork. My wife Lauren was with her mother alternating care duties with her siblings. As I walked by Maisie I caught a glimpse of her drawing and again a picture of this nurse. But this time the detail of the picture was astonishing for Maisie's age. The nurse's hair, her eyes, 
the facial features, the uniform. I remember thinking, this is bizarre compared to our other drawings. It was as if somebody else had drew a picture and threw it in the pile. Did you do this? The minute I acknowledged the drawing, Maisie's reaction was intense. She quickly hid the drawing from me and shouted, Don't look, don't look. Now, this was completely unexpected and bewildering. I asked her, what's wrong? Why? What? And she just kept saying, no, 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 no. And rushed off to her room with the pictures under her arm. After I'd seen this picture of the nurse, that's when things started to become paranormal. Maisie began experiencing these nightmares at first once a week and then would ramp up to every third night then it was getting to the point where we were being woke up constantly by Maisie screaming in her bedroom she would be covered in sweat, terrified. In her dreams, she said she was in a hospital and that there were shadows on the wall. And she would say, Mommy, beep, beep, beep. She would make this noise, which sounded to me like medical equipment. She would go on to say that she would walk down a corridor and she could hear people talking in the patient rooms but she said there'd be nobody in the rooms just voices she said that she would get to the end of a corridor and there would be a room and inside was a nurse crying at her desk. And when she would ask her if she needed help, the nurse would hit her and she would wake up terrified. We tried explaining, this is just a dream. It's just a nightmare. It's not real. Eventually we would calm her down and she'd fall back asleep. This went on for weeks. But then we started to have the same nightmare as well. It was like something had infected us. We were all having the same nightmare, which is weird. How can three people have the same nightmare? And then this nightmare jumped into reality. My wife was the first to physically see this nurse. She told me she woke up in the middle of the night and couldn't fall back asleep and was staring at the ceiling for ages. And then she noticed something over near the bedroom door. At that point we had 
made it a habit to leave it open because Maisie was coming into us so frequently from her nightmares that it just made more sense. She said that she could see something moving just past the door frame and assumed it was Maisie coming in. So she waited for a moment. But Maisie never came. So when she got up out of the bed to walk over near the door, she saw the outline of a woman in a nurse's uniform going into Maisie's room. That's when I woke up because my wife was screaming that there was somebody in the house. I remember hopping out of bed and following her and not really understanding what was happening. When someone wakes you like that from sleep so quickly, your mind is reforming. She was hysterical and was turning on all the lights. And before we knew it, I was standing in Maisie's room with her and Maisie was rubbing her eyes, waking up from sleep, asking what the hell was going on. She said she saw this figure going to Maisie's room and as she was following the figure, she said that the features were becoming more defined and clear. It was like as if this person was forming into a denser form the closer she was getting to Maisie's bedroom but once she got inside and we had turned on the lights at this stage there was nobody there it was just Maisie in her bedroom honestly I just thought this was a combination of stress from my mother-in-law's condition and late nights of caring for her and Maisie's nightmares, which were now our nightmares, and this was all after becoming something that was playing in her subconscious all the time. So, to be honest, I didn't believe she actually saw anything. I just believed her mind had created something out of the blackness of our bedroom as she was falling to sleep. But then I saw the nurse. We had gone into town and when we came home, I remember briefly looking over at our neighbor's house and as I turned back upstairs in Maisie's bedroom was what looked like a nurse, but a nurse in an old uniform. And she was completely solid. This was no doubt in my mind a physical person inside our house in Maisie's room when nobody should be there. I remember bolting up the stairs, going into Maisie's room and as I entered the room, the woman I saw in the window faded before my eyes and then there was nothing there. And that's when I realised there was something paranormal going on in this house. We asked Maisie if she had ever seen the nurse how did you first start to draw her where did you see her Maisie drew people she physically saw so she would have had to have seen this nurse somewhere for her to first start to draw pictures of her so we kind of teased the idea out and, and then gently 
questioned her about the whole thing. She ended up telling us that the day we moved in, there was a nurse outside that said hello. I specifically remember the day we moved in and there was nobody outside. We ended up staying in that house for two years and slowly the nightmares would become less frequent. We never saw this nurse again, physically. It was really hard to relax in that house. It was like you were on edge. We began hearing footsteps on the stairs. These footsteps would start slow and then go into a faster pace. And what made things worse is that this movement on the stairs would only happen in the nighttime. You would be lying in bed and hear this footstep start and then it would turn into a run and then it would be gone. The first time it happened, we assumed somebody was in the house, looked all around, found the doors locked. There was nobody there. This fast movement on the stairs in the nights would last three seconds. And then you mightn't hear that noise again for two weeks. The next time could be three weeks. The next time could be two months. But any time we did hear it, it was always when all three of us were in the house. The most frightening moment we had was one night lying in bed and we both couldn't sleep. My wife's mother was close to death. It was really sad and stressful. My wife was drained from caring for her and our whole lives were completely different than what they had been two years prior. She had been crying and we were lying there talking about what the next steps will be and what will happen and I felt the bed move. At first I thought maybe she had push something or and she said can you stop doing that so I said I, I didn't do anything I thought you did something and just when I said those words I felt this cold hand grab my ankle and pull so I let out a roar and as I roared my wife screamed she had felt the exact same thing at the exact same moment. I can still feel the hand on my ankle. And that was the night that Maisie's grandmother died. Not long after my mother-in-law's death, we moved back to California and put the whole thing behind us, to be honest with you. 
thank you to Blake for sending in his paranormal experience. If you have your own paranormal encounter that you would like me to narrate on the show, you can send it to scaryaparanormalpodcast at gmail.com and it just might get retold on the show. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you are following Make sure you are following Scary a Paranormal Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you wish to receive more content, you can do so by signing up to our Patreon or you can support the show by leaving us a review and rating or telling a friend. It helps us greatly. Join me next Tuesday for another episode of Scary.